Okay, so we on Daf Yud uh, Yud Tet at the top. We've just been discussing a whole range of uh, uh, discussions regarding honor to the dead and how when you um, when you uh, like the respect you pay to the dead and when you Oisek in the if you're in the mitzvah you're in the midst of a mitzvah then you exempt from Shema and tefillah, and we're going to hopefully get continue with that discussion. But right now, we're still continuing with this concept of the of people that have passed away, them knowing what's going on in this world. So listen to this. How's it, yeah, Jacob? How's it, Anan? Um, uh, so it says like this. Um, Amar Rebbe Yitzchak. You got it in front of you. Amar Rebbe Yitzchak. Um, says here, Amareb uh, Yitzchak, it says, Kol Hamasaper, Achreya Mate, whoever speaks about the, a dead person once they've passed away, Ki'ilu Masaper Achreya Evan. It's as if you're speaking a, a behind a rock, meaning it doesn't affect them. So let's see what the Gemara says. Ika de Amri de Loyadi, there are those that say, they, uh, they, the people that have passed away don't know, they're not aware of anything of you speaking about them, and that's why it's as if you speak behind a rock. And there are those that say, no, they do know what's gone, going on, they just don't care, they're above it, because they've seen the world of truth. So the Gomorrah says, listen to this story. Any, is that so, that they really don't care, or they really don't know about it? Vaha Amara Papa, Rapapa said, Chad, Someone, Chad, once spoke disparagingly about Marshmu um, after he passed away. And a large heavy pole fell from the roof uh, and split open the membrane, split open his, uh, his head basically. That, that membrane that was encasing his brain, uh, our neck is like a, a purse. So it broke open the purse that was holding his brain. Um, so it seems from here that somebody spoke about Mashmul badly and there was a retribution from heaven. So it seems that he either does know about it or he does care about it. So the Gemara says, no, Shani Tzurba Mirabonin. No, it's different when it comes to a Talmud Chochem. A scholar like Shmuel, why? The kucha brichu tava bikare, because Hashem Himself uh, demands retribution for His honor. So uh, there, it's not a it's not a proof that those who pass away know about what's going on or actually take the the loshen hora about them personally. Rather, it's Hashem who 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 retributes them. For them, if they speak about it, Tamil Chokham. Amar Rabbi Shuben Levi, Kolam Asaper Acham Mitatan Shomet Hamidei Chachamim. Anybody that speaks disparagingly about a Tamil Chokham once they passed away, Noifel BeGehinom, they go to Gehinom. How so? The pasuk says, Shneimar VaMatim Akal Kalotam, and as for those who turn to perversiveness, Yolichaim Hashem Et Palei HaAven. Hashem will drive them with the workers of iniquity to Gehinnom. And the Pasuk's there talking about Tamerech uh, HaChamim. But then it says, those, it says, uh, those who, but those 
who turn to perverseness, which the Gemara is understanding, who take the people we've just discussed about and talk badly about them, so they join the other people that are going to Gehenom. So be very careful when you're talking about a Talmud Chochem, even after they pass away. And then the Pasuk says, Shalom al Yisrael. says that peace be unto Israel, Afilu Bashash Shalom al Yisrael. Even when there's peace to the Jewish people, when the, the Torah scholar rests in peace, uh, nevertheless, Yolichaim Hashem et Aven. Hashem will drive them, those who disparage these Talmud Chachamim, he'll, he'll drive them together with those going to Gehenom. So bottom line is, be very careful what you say about anybody, in, obviously in life, and even after life. So, okay, so uh, a connected teaching says, Tana, here we are, Tana the Rabbi Shmuel, Imra ita Tamil Chochem, if you see a Tamil Chacham, She'avar Avaira Balaila, who transgresses a sin at night, Al Taharer Acharav Bayom, don't think of him, that don't have negative thoughts about him, that he's not a, a Tamil Chochem, or that he just kept doing the sin in the, the next day. Why? Shema Asachuva, because maybe over the night, uh, until the next day, he's done tshuva for his actions. So the Gemara says, Shema Salkadaitach, you, you think he might have uh, done tshuva? Elevada asa tshuva. No, for sure he did do tshuva. And that's why you shouldn't think badly of him. Vahani mili bedvam shibagufoi. But these, this is only when it comes to matters with his body. Um, uh, why? Because uh, with, say, a sin that he did with his body. Avaba mamoina. But regarding, so to speak, sins that he's done with his money, add the mahader lemare. Then you 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 can think negatively about him, or it's understandable to think negatively about him until you see that he has uh, dealt with it financially. If he he's fixed things up financially, um, and what this means is not that he, God forbid, stole from anybody, but rather that he, because he's a Talmud Chochem, his expectations regarding financial dealings must be ex- extremely high. So even if he did something that's slightly shady, you know, for him, it, it's, uh, even if it's not shady, but it's, it's not right, um, and he should be better than that, um, so that, in that case, um, you, so to speak, you're not that you should think badly of him, but uh, there's room to think badly of him until he's actually... Uh, publicly or physically made amends with that financial deal. Okay, so the second thing we mentioned is not thinking, so first he was not talking badly about Atamil Chacham even after they passed away, and the second thing is, is to not think badly about Atamil Chachamim um, because they've definitely done Teshuvah for their bad actions. V'amir Ben Levi, B'chaf Dalet Makomot, Beit Din, Menadin Al Kovod Arav. Now we continue in discussion about honoring the rabbi, honoring Tamil Chachamim. And Rabbi Shoben Levi says, in 24 places uh, in, in the Mishnayot, uh, Beit Din excommunicates people are not showing proper respect to the rabbi. And all these 24 are taught in our Mishnah, in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in Shas, basically. Um, so the Gemara says, Amalei Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Lazar says, Heicha, where are these 24? Amalei said to him, Lechitishkach, go and look. Nafak, uh, basically, 
Go and look. Wherever you look and when you're learning, you'll see they'll pop out at you. So, nafak dak v'ashgach tlat. So, Rabbi Eliezer, um, Rabbi Lazar went out of the Beit Midrash and he took the, the written form of the Mishnayot, it says, and uh, he went through it and he was looking for the places where the sages excommunicated somebody from not showing proper respect to a rabbi. Um, so it says, V'asha klat, and he found only three. Hamazalzal benetila jadaim, one case where a person was, uh, took lightly the rabbinic decree of vasing before bread. V'amasaper achar mitatan, and another case where one speaks um, disparagingly uh, after the death of a Tamechokam, and somebody that acts with arrogance uh, towards heaven. And the reason why acting with arrogance towards heaven is a, it's a similar to acting disparagingly or without honor to a Tamechokam is because the honor that's due to a Tamechokam is because he's a servant of Hashem and he represents Hashem. So by disparagingly treating or being being crude to a Tamil Chochem or not respectful enough, you also are being disrespectful to Hashem. And likewise, if you're being disrespectful to Hashem, you also are being disrespectful to the role of a, of a Tamil Chochem of a Rabbi. So let's go through these three things where the Mishnah says uh, you must, where we see examples where you get excommunicated for not showing proper respect to the Rav. What is it? Um, a case where uh, you didn't, where you showed disrespect to a Tamechokim after he passed away. It's not, it says in a Mishnah. Hu haya omer, ein mashkin lo et agiyoret v'lo et You don't give the sota water to a convert or not to a slave who has been freed, who takes on a, a status of a Jew. Um, so, a, a sota, the sota water was water that was given to a woman who was suspected of being an adulteress um, and uh, the, based on the psukim so uh, it seems like the Tanakhama here holds that you don't give it to somebody who's converted um, but the sages say mashkin no you do give to somebody who's even if they've converted Vamulo, and there's a story bekarkamit uh, where it happened in, in Karkamit with this certain person from Karkamit, Shifcha Mishukhret, this slave, Canaanite slave woman that was freed, Birushalayim, in Yushalayim, Vishkua Shamay Vavtalion, and Shamay Vavtalion, who were the great sages before Hillel and Shammai, um, they gave this woman who, had, who was freed as a slave and was considered a convert, they gave her to drink. Vaamalem dugma hishkua vinidua. Sorry, vaamalahem, and somebody said to them, and we'll see who it was. Um, uh, it was uh, we'll see who it was. Vaamalahem, and it, it, he said to them, dugma hishkua. You, why did you give to this convert? Because you are like this convert. Because Shamaya and Avtalion, they actually were a, a descendants of converts. So therefore, he said to them, the reason why you gave them to drink was because you're a convert yourself, which is quite a chutzpahdik thing to say. Benidur. And they made this person in Nidoi, they excommunicated him, who made Benidur, and he died in his excommunication, 
Vesaklu baitin et arono, and the baitin stoned his coffin. Now, what does it mean? If so, meaning a person who dies in his nidoy, it's not that they stone his coffin; it's that before he gets buried, they put a rock on his coffin um, uh, to highlight the fact that he died in from uh, while he was still excommunicated. Okay, that's the the case. Uh, what's the case of one who uh, disregards the mitzvah of Natilat Yadayim? Mahi. You see, the, 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 pre, the one version, when I prepared this, the person who said about Shai and Avtalion that they gave this, per, this woman to drink because they were convinced themselves, one suggestion is it was Akavya ben Mahalalo. And the, the Rebuda says, God forbid it was Rabbi Akavya, Akavya ben Mahalalo. Why? Nidnada sha'ayna zora nin elet al Israel. Because Akavya ben Mahalalo was so great that the Azora, the courtyard of the base of Migdash, during the time when the Jews would descend, would ascend there and um, offer their Korban Pesach, the Azorah was not closed, meaning the people there. There wasn't anybody greater in Chochmah, in purity, in fear of sin, except for Kavya ben Mahalalal. So it can't be that he who said such a chutzpahdik thing to Shemaya uh, Avtalion. So rather it was somebody else. So you see the one case where they were, where they spoke bad, where they, where they were like a rude, whoever it was, was rude to Shammai and Aftalion, so he got excommunicated. But now we see another case where they didn't, where they, they, they treated lightly um, the example, the, the rabbinic decree of Netzilat Yadayim, and it wasn't Akavya ben Mahalal. Ella, who was it? Edminidu, who did they... Uh, put in excommunication and not for this thing with Naft of Edminidu et Elazar ben Chanoch. They put him in Nidoy. Why? And not because of what he did to Naftalion, Shema Naftalion, but rather another case. Shepikpek ben Natilat Yadaim, because he uh, didn't treat Natilat Yadaim properly. He was negligent in it. He was loose with it. Ukushemait. And when he died, this person, Rabbi Elazar ben Chanoch, when he died, Shalchu Beitin, the Beitin sent him, Veinichu Evan Gedoyle ala Rono, and placed a big rock on his coffin, Lelamedach, to teach you, Shekola mitnadeh, Umay benidoy, whoever is uh, excommunicated and dies in, a, in such a state, Beitin Soklo, Soklimet Arono, Beitin. Uh, stone his coffin. And in the third case, Hamegis Dato Klape Maila, Mahi, what's this case of somebody that was uh, uh, almost chutzpedek uh, or arrogant in front of Hashem? Tetznan it says, Shalach lo Shimon ben Shetach, Lochonia Magal. This is a famous story in the Gemara Tanit. It says that Shimon ben Shetach sent for Chonia Magal. Um, uh, basically, Choni Amagal, he was called Choni, the one who encircles, because uh, the sages, there was a terrible drought, and there wasn't rain, and the sages asked Choni Amagal to daven for them. So Choni Amagal, he, he, he went out, he, wrote, he drew a circle around himself, 
And he said to Hashem, I'm not going to leave the circle until you bring me rain. And then there was a little bit of a drizzle. So he said, this isn't the rain I've asked for. I've asked for proper rain. And then a huge downpour happened. He said, I haven't asked for a storm. I asked for rain, you know, better rain, good rain. That's not going to cause damage. And then regular, normal, wonderful rain came down. So Shimon ben Shetach sent him a message to Chonia Magal. Tzarech atalin nadot. You should have been excommunicated for what you did. But if not for that, you were choni. Gozrani alecha nidoi. I would have put you into nidoi. Aval ma say what can I do? Sheata mitchatay lifnei amakong. You like so to speak sin before Hashem. Vo'ose lachal ritzoincha. And Hashem does your will. Kaben hamitchatay lifnei aviv like a son who sins before his father. Vo'ose lo ritzoinoi. And yet the father still does the will of the son. Valecha katuv oimer. And the pasuk says about you. Yismach avicha vimecha. The, your father and mother will rejoice in you, but and and uh, and be very happy about your birth. So those are three cases where there was a suggestion, either there was nidoy or suggestion of nidoy. The first case was that case with Naft- uh, Shammai and Naftalion, um, where they uh, where they were they were mocked because they were converts. The second was where the person uh, wasn't treated nitzilachadaim. Uh, lightly and the third case was where even though he wasn't put in Nidoi the suggestion was that he should um, so those were three cases in the Mishnah uh, where, that Rabbi Laza found where you got Nidoi for uh, being uh, um, uh, uh, arrogant or, or, or harsh towards so the Gomorrah but remember we said there were 24 for two Laika but aren't there more? Va'ika de Tani Rav Yosef. Isn't there the case of Rav Yosef? Toidus Ishroimi, where Toidus Ishroimi, Hineget Bnei Roimi, Lachilan Gedaimus Mekulasim Belalep Sachim. This 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 noble Jew, this Jewish nobleman in the, in amongst the Romans, he he directed the Jews of Rome to uh, make a on on Pesach to take. Um, Gedim uh, Kulasim to take this lamb um, and uh, basically and eat it and prepare it like you would a korban Pesach. And even though they were in Rome, um, they did they did this, and it wasn't allowed because you're not allowed to. Because you'll see the response. Shalach Shimon ben Shetach again. Shimon ben Shetach sent a message to Ishroim to this Todos Ishroimi. Il male Todos Ata. If you, if not for you being Toidus, this great uh, man, Gozrani Alecha Nidoy, I would have put you into Chayrim. Shata Makilet Yisrael Kadoshim because it's as if you are feeding the Jewish people holy sacrifices uh, outside the base of Migdash, outside the temple, um, and uh, and that's not allowed. So you see here another suggestion that if uh, if a person was uh, coarse. Uh, was arrogant towards Hashem, he should have got Nidoi, and yet this is an uh, 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 example number four, and yet it's not counted as examples. So the Gemara answers, This case of Ishtoidus, uh, he, Toidus Ishroimi, sorry, this is a brighter, it's not a Mishnah. Um, and there were 24 places in the Mishnah. Um, uh, so a brighter, is not as authoritative of a mission. It's very similar. It's a it's a, it's a it's a statement of the 
of a rabbi from the times of the Tanaim. Um, but so basically they weren't included in the Mishnayot, um, they were included in another type of uh, collection called Brightot. So his argument is, is that this case of, of, uh, of Todas Ishromi was a brighter and not in the Mishnah, and that's why he never included it. And are they not more in the Mishnah? Uh, but isn't there this other Mishnah, uh, uh, that basically you take a, an earthenware pot and you cut it horizontally, um, and in order to re-cement this earthenware pot back together, you take sand and you cement the different uh, horizontal pieces back together, and thereby you take this impure vessel. The only way how to purify an earthenware vessel made from clay is by destroying it and then re-putting it together. So um, it says here in the Mishnah that if you do this, if you cut it up and then reconnect it, Rabbi Lezer Rabbi Lezer says that this earthenware vessel becomes tower because we view this vessel no longer as an earthenware vessel, but rather as a, a, a vessel made of sand, because this the sand becomes the cement, and the only thing holding this vessel together is the cement, which means it's considered a sand a, 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 a pot made of sand. And therefore, it doesn't accept impurity. And the Chachamim, they say, no, it's still impure. Um, it's still considered an earthenware vessel. And, it's, and even if you reconnect it, it's still impure. And this is the famous case of the, uh, the, the oven of Achnai. Now, Achnai, my Achnai, what does it mean, Achnai? Um, Achnai means a snake. That the rabbis, when they were arguing with Rabbi Eliezer, they, uh, they surrounded him with, uh, with halachot, like a snake, surrounded its prey, um, wrapped around its prey. So they all attacked him um, um, uh, with, with, with questions. Um, and uh, then we're going to start the lady show in two minutes. Sorry. <laughs> Um, and they said that it must become impure. Um, and they said on that day, he view called Tarot Chetir Ustrafum Lefanov And they said that at the end, they, uh, they, they took all the things that Rabbi Lezer made pure because he holds that this vessel is pure. And he. Uh, and they made them all impure, and they burnt them because that's what you you do to impure holy things. And at the end, they put him in nidoy. Uh, so it says. So here's an example where they made him into nidoy, even though because he was he would he stopped he wouldn't uh, agree with the sages. So So the answer here, this isn't another example because the Mishnah of the Machloket, the Machloket is brought in the Mishnah, but the actual Nidoi, the excommunication, is not brought in the Mishnah. So it's not a case found in the Mishnah where you see uh, where, the, where people were arrogant to the Chachamim, um, uh, and so far we only have three examples and not the 24. Please God. Uh, on Thursday, we're going to discuss the other 24. We'll just, uh, you'll see it. So now there are two lines, three lines, and then we'll go on to 
continuing the discussion about treatment of dead people or once they've passed away. Okay, and saying Shema at the same time. Okay, guys, have a good night. Hatzlacha Rabbah, keep strong, and thanks for joining. Shkach, Rav, thanks. Bye, guys. Thank you, Rav.